too close to the ledge. We gon' push you forward a few steps ahead. It's that edge life. Oh, gotta get it in your head, baby. Welcome to the edge life. You're too close to the ledge. We gon' push you forward a few steps ahead. It's that edge life. Oh, gotta get it in your head. Welcome to the edge life. That edge life. We gon' help you get your head right. Prepare to fight, pay attention. It ain't easy to comprehend what we speaking at first. If you ain't never had nobody come and speak to your word, you ain't worthless. Just your purpose is laying dormant. And what we have to offer you may seem a bit foreign. It's important that you get it. Imperative, you feel it. Time to focus on the bigger goals. Mind, body, and spirit. So let's break it down. My people come gather around. It's time to break free. No longer will we be bound by these generational curses and circumstances. We only moving forward, progressing major advancements see nothing that we speak in is facetious you gotta see yourself the same way the savior sees us he came down from his throne room to free us you 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 know we had to cap it off with jesus edge life edge life welcome 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 it is another sunday fun day welcome 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 to the edge life where we discuss real life issues, but we bring you real life solutions rooted in the word of God. We're just two busy parents who are on a quest to fulfill our God-given purpose while we balance family, ministry, and our careers. On this episode, we are going to continue on this topic of the elephant, right? And the elephant in the room. We He's thought tough-skinned. We, we thought it was going to be over, but but we are coming back again today. And 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 today we don't want to talk about the elephant because we've exposed the elephant. We want to bring up some things that have happened this week, but at the end of this, at the end of this, we want to make sure that we give you some solutions and even yes. a challenge for for you to take into this week. So I I'm, I'm excited. I think it's going to be a great episode and, and and a great opportunity. So listen, if you are tuning in with us, make sure you share this out on Please. all of your social media sh- sites. Just click the share button. It it don't hurt or anything like that. It don't take long. Click the share button. There may be somebody who needs to hear what is going to be sh- said in there tonight. If you are listening to us on the podcast, make sure you share that podcast and 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 also make sure you subscribe yeah, if you haven't if you haven't subscribed, we're we're approaching thirty episodes yeah. right now. So make yeah. sure that you go back and check them all out. Definitely subscribe and tell your friends and your family. And this is just real talk. Like we said, we're just real people. That's right. That's right. So so speaking about real talk, um, you know, I, I I'm just gonna jump and dive into this thing. That's that's the only way we know how to do it mm. here at the Edge Life. We we just kind of jump into it and and um to say this has been an um emotional, frustrating, hard week. Um, I I think I would be would would be shortchanging it because I I know personally. It's it's been that way. It's um we we've had a lot that we've had to deal with and and here's here's the crazy thing when we started the um this series talking about how to eat an elephant we we really didn't think that it was going to go. I think this is our fourth or fifth week doing this. Is, this. I think week number five. Yeah. I believe we we didn't we didn't set off to right. do, to to do this. L- literally, um, we we wanted to to share about Ahmad Aubrey and and, and kind of what happened on that, especially since we live here in Georgia and how that's impacted us. But but from that place there 
there seems to be this rash of of things that that we're dealing with. I mean, you know, if it, if it wasn't Ahmaud Arbery, it's uh, Breonna Taylor in Louisville, Kentucky, yeah, which where is we're from. where we're that's from, right? That, that's our city. home, right? So if if yeah. it's not Breonna Taylor, it's it's George Floyd, right? Which you know has this country just really in an uproar right now and people are, are protesting and, and rioting and, and I get it and I understand it. And, and if it's not that it's, it's, it's Amy Cooper and, and the whole situation that, that happened in central park with, with the gentleman, the bird watcher and, and the dog. And, and I'm telling you all of those situations combined, they, they had me in, in, in a place and, and, and literally and I'm just, you all know, I'm going to be transparent with you. I literally had to, to disengage, to, to back up to to get to a, a quiet place because it was it was an overwhelming week for myself and and, and I'm certain for so many of you who uh, watch the podcast and who tune in and listen to the podcast it's just, it was an overwhelming week yeah and I think you know as a country you know as a nation really as a world yeah. we are already in a very sensitive place with COVID-19 and and the pandemic and, you know, being in a place of isolation and uh, dealing with feelings within ourselves and just not being able to get out. And then now on top of that, it's like, you know, you add insult to injury Mm -hmm. already. Um, And so feelings are already, you know, it was already very explosive environment right. that we were in. Right. And then you ha- add the whole issue of race and just all of these travesties just mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like a, a perfect storm. Yeah. That's really just been brewing. But honestly, um, I really feel like it's an opportunity. You know, I, I guess because I'm an optimist and you know, I've been crying. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. just crying a few minutes ago. I, I, don't have eye makeup because I know that I'm going to, I'm going to cry. In fact, I'm kind of feeling it right now, but I I know that sometimes you have to get in this place Mm -hmm. to really deal with the tough stuff, right? You just got to be sick and tired of being sick and tired. You have to be fed up and, um, you may not know at the fed up moment what the answer is, but you know that what you're, what you've been doing or what you're currently doing, isn't it? Yeah, and, and and I think you're you're spot on with what you're saying. You know, um, you get sick and tired of, of being sick and tired, and you know, I think that that's kind of the conversation that that you and I had, and and I was sharing with you. You know, I'm I'm tired. You know, I'm it, it it's literally taking this emotional toll, and I think for me the the biggest the biggest frustration this week was, you know, the realization that. Um, there, there are people that I know and love and call friends um, who, in, in some respects, cannot see from the lens that, that, that I see things from. And, and, and that, that hurts. And, and, and I, I don't even know if, if some of those folks realize um, the, the comments that, that are made. The, the, and, and again, I, I think sometimes that, they're, they're saying things not to be hurtful or not to intentionally hurt, but because they can't see from these lens, they, it's like this intentional hurt that, that comes. And, and literally, and, and I think 
there are many people who can probably say this, but um, as 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 a black male, as an African American male, you know, we've been conditioned many times to 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 not address it or to not say it or to not speak up, you know, because if you do, it will make people feel uncomfortable. And and literally this week, because everything that has happened, I've gotten in the place to where I was like, I really don't care if I make people uncomfortable. I really don't care if they unfriend me. I really don't care if they unfollow me. I really don't care if they tune in to the podcast or not, because all I want you to do is just hear what I'm saying and hearing, and which is part of the reason that, you know, we even continue to, to have this because we want to help people to set up a framework to be able to have uncomfortable conversations and to be able to really dialogue. Because if we don't dialogue, we're, we're going to continue to go, you know, down this spiral. And, and this is not a good place to be in. And much of it stems from you know, us not being able to get on the same page, have conversations and listen or to hear, not to respond. Yeah. I mean, I've had to look at things from a different lens too. I mean, I've even gotten a different perspective, you know, just, just hearing you talk about how there's an expectation that you're just supposed to deal with it. Right. You know, that black America has been conditioned to just deal with this their entire lives. And it, it just shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, and that you just swallow it and, and just, you know, keep on going, keep on pushing, keep on pushing it down. Um, keep on just, you know, acting like everything's okay. Yeah. You just, you know, you just totally insulted me, but I'm just going to keep smiling because, you know, if I keep, keep smiling, I'll just keep the peace and everything will be okay. And, you know, again, at, at what point, and I think we're seeing a result of some of that now, at what point do you just erupt? I mean, we've yeah. all been there where we've just taken so much that we, you know, till we can't take any more. And um, between just talking to you and then an article that I was reading that was literally talking about that and, mm-hmm. um, as African-Americans in careers and professions who have just, you know, literally just taking that you just right. you know you just keep taking it and you just keep taking it and you just keep taking it like what is the expectation like how long are you supposed to just you know keep taking it and you know when you talk about people trying to see things from from your lens and mm-hmm. you know being uncomfortable I mean even Philip and I you know we've even had conversations that you know frankly have made me feel maybe a little bit uncomfortable or I had a different view, but we could talk about them. Right. You know, even the whole thing with Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Um, you know, at at the time that he was kneeling and you agree or disagree with it or not, um, you know, I I'm a very patriotic person and mm-hmm. I uh, respect our military. I respect our country. I respect right. the people who have fought for freedoms, including my father-in-law. Yeah. Um, you know, and having been in um, kind of paramilitary with the, the being in law enforcement, mm-hmm. I was offended by that. And then, you know, we started dialoguing, Yeah, you know, um, about just he had to make he had to do something peaceful. Yeah. But in silence in a place that people would see. Right. And so I was kind of like, well, yeah. 
mean, it did get people's attention. Yeah. And he did it, you know, even at the risk of being a detriment to his own well-being and career. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and safety. Um, and so, I don't know, it's made me look at things, again, differently. Um, you know, agree or not, I've had to look at things differently, and I think that's good. Again, yeah. I think we're in that place where, man, if the way we've been looking at things hasn't fixed mm-hmm. our relationships with each other, maybe we need to look at things differently. Yeah, and, and I think you say something that, that's that's very profound, you know. Sometimes we just have to get into the place where we we start looking at it and, and you know, we kind of peel the layer of the onion back to really look at what it is. You know, as you and I have had many conversations about Colin Kaepernick and, and what was happening and what was going on, you know, my, 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 my whole point and explanation was that, you know, it has nothing to do with what the spin has been. Right. It has nothing to do with patriotism. It has everything to do with what we're seeing right now in our world. What we're seeing when we see George Floyd on the ground, he was not being being, you know, defensive or 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 combative. He wasn't doing those things. And to see someone with a knee on his neck for over, I think it's a 10 minutes. minutes. It's not nine, 10 minutes on mm. while this guy is on the ground and this guy dies. Like this is what we were talking about, even with Colin Kaepernick. And, you know, as we've talked, you know, you and I, we've had obviously some, from some very deep conversations here, you know, over the past years, but, but more specifically over the past couple of weeks. Um, when we see that, and it's brought to light now, right? Like it's lit, it's in our face. It's hard to to push things back, and and it, it's hard to say, oh no, that's not real. No, because it 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 really is. You know, the reality for for me as as an African American male, as a black male, when when I that's that's been the 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 push that's been the you know what we're what I'm trying to get people to see and hear and it's almost like well people didn't want to accept that because in accepting that it's almost like you have to accept that well maybe things aren't the way that that I right. thought that they were yeah you know? I mean we look back six years ago Eric Garner yeah the first I can't breathe yeah um and here we are again yep um, you know, and, and I've said like racism, literally, it just, it takes, it takes my breath away. I mm-hmm. know that God is able and I know I can, you know, rest in him, but he literally has stirred me to be restless. And I, I, I think restless on behalf of the kingdom, you yeah. know, to push and to, to be part of a voice that needs to be heard. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's been said, many people are saying it on social media, but I absolutely agree until every life matters. Yeah. Um, no, no life matters, you know, until every life matters, you know, until black lives matter, brown lives matter. It, it, it is a detriment to the human race. And, um, we have to do something doing nothing is, is not acceptable. Um, and we don't all, we don't always know what to do, you know, and that's why they're looting, you know, that's why they're burning things, breaking things. It's a, you know, I think we've all been in a place, like I was saying before, where we've just been so mad, you know, 
We're so mad we could spit. We could punch a wall. We could, you know, um, and it's a feeling. You yeah. know, we don't always use our feelings in healthy ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a feeling and it needs to be, it needs to be acknowledged and yeah. validated and, um, accepted for, for what it is, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, at the root of what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and we cannot continue to stand divided because, or stay divided because yeah. we will fall. I, I agree. We I, will fall when, if one race falls, we all fall. I agree. Every time we yeah. all fall. You know, and, and it's interesting. Um, you know, I saw this picture today and, and I, I wish I would have brought it, but I, I, I didn't bring it, but it was literally the old iceberg analogy. Mm. Um, and it was talking about, you know, what you see. Yeah. You only Ver- see a very small. Right. So, so, so the, the picture was literally talking about, you know, what we see happening now, you know, the, the, the rioting and the looting and, and those kinds of things, you know, like that's what we see. But then, but then it went below the surface, mm-hmm. and it showed all of the other things that 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 really in, encompass that that iceberg. And and so we, what we're running into is not what we see now. There are so it, it. Oh my gosh, it's so deep. You know how 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 deep this thing goes, and and that's that's the real issue, and yeah. it's it's the root. And so many times we want to deal with the surface, but we don't we don't deal with the root. So I want to do this. Um, I, I saw this video earlier, and we, we were looking at it, and it's um Carl Lentz, um, pastor in New York. Yes. Um, he man, he he said something in about a minute and thirty seconds, and it blew my mind. Um, I was like, he's right on, and and I really think it it's a good way to to um to kind of put a bow on, on what we're talking about. So we want you to check out this video. We're going to come back and we're going to discuss this, what, what you see in this video from, from Pastor Carl Lentz. So y'all check this out. I made a statement last week, which was a very mild statement, because I believe we want to agree with God. We want to be on God's side. My statement was this. For me, I believe that black lives matter. That's what I said. Anybody with a functioning brain understands that all lives matter anybody but right now there is a portion of our community that is frustrated and they are suffering and they are hurting so as a pathetic christian i'm gonna go and say i agree with the statement black lives do matter but i was glad some people disagreed with me because i kept saying do black lives matter yes or no yes but i'm like there is no but we disagree those are the same type of people that would have interrupted jesus during the sermon on the mount Jesus would have been like, blessed are the poor. No, Jesus, blessed are all people. Since when does highlighting one issue disparage another? Are we not secure enough to be able to sit here and go issue by issue and just talk about one without disparaging another? Of course, all lives matter. But it's okay to say black lives matter. What's wrong with you? This is not rocket science. All lives matter. No kidding. That's why we're saying black lives matter. Because until all lives matter equally, we need to focus on this. That was so powerful. Black lives matter. I mean, my gosh, right? My husband's life matters. Mm. The man said, when does highlighting one race disparage any others? I mean, like... 
like like where where are we at where like we can't even say it like we we can't speak about it. It's like when, when when we open our mouths to say Black Lives Matter, it's like it's like some bad word, and somebody's like, "Hush, don't say that out loud. You can't say that out loud." I'm like, "What? What do you want us to say?" And there what do you are, want us to do? There are no buts. There are no buts. Um, you know, we were talking earlier. A friend of mine, Philip Gaines, had a post, and he was talking about tolerance. He was like, "When is it okay to just tolerate?" The body of Christ has to go beyond tolerate, yes. tolerating. We are called to love. There is no such word in the Hebrew language as tolerate. Mm. Our Christ, there was not the word tolerate in his language. Wow. It was, we are called to love, period, not to tolerate. Tolerating is just a fleshly response mm. to something you're afraid of. Wow. There is no fear in Christ Jesus. Wow. We are called to love everybody. Yes. Black lives matter. They matter. And and honestly speaking, as 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 a black male, that's that's all we we really want people to to be able to say it, to to speak it to acknowledge it, to say, yes, you are absolutely correct. And because you are correct, we're going to do things to, to, to correct the systematic injustices that have happened and continue to happen and be per perpetrated in this country. See, when it's amazing when, when non-people of color, when people who are not black, when white people and, and brown people and Latino people and Asian people, when people stand up and begin pointing it out, it has a way of, 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 of kind of, you know, going away a little bit. When, when people can stand united on a united front and say, no, 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 we're not accepting this anymore. We're not going to go down this path anymore. Because here's the reality. Those things that we do not address, those things that we do not look at and say, we're going to deal with this, they have a way of repeating themselves. And that right there is what continues to happen in That's our right. country. We don't deal with it. And it repeats itself over and over again. We, we truly are not really dealing with it. Right. And it wasn't the thing that the Titanic could see that sank the ship. Come on. It was what Come it couldn't on. see that sank the Titanic. An unsinkable ship. Mm. And I'm going to tell you right now, America thinks it's unsinkable. Wow. Racism is the uns, is the sinkable. It's the, the part of the iceberg underneath mm. that can sink the ship. I'm telling you. United we stand. Divided, divided we, we fall. fall. Yeah. We made that own, our own statement. Yeah. We that that is our mantra. Are yeah. we standing by that? Mm. Mm. Now I, I I will say this. Um, you know, y'all be very careful of the things that you ingest from a media perspective because every every picture that you see. That's not necessarily all that's going on. You know, today, um, our church and, and, and our pastors were, were down in, in, in Atlanta at Centennial Park with other leaders and, and pastors and, and speaking and praying and lifting up Jesus' name. And down they were down there. They're cleaning up. They're sweeping. They're, 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 they're taking spray paint off the walls. They're doing. Now, you won't see that kind of stuff on television. But, but I want you to know today that it's not all doom and gloom. It's not all the stuff that you see happening on television that that's not all the stuff happening there are people like you 
There are people like us. There are people around this country who really want to, to walk in unity. There, there really are people like that. Like there really are. So don't, don't take all the things that you see from a, from a media perspective and think that's everybody because that's not right. All cops are not bad, right? All law enforcement is not bad. That's not the issue. I I told my wife this, the the media would love for it to be black people against the police. Yes. And, And that's not the issue. The issue is not black people against the police. The issue is that there's systemic issues that this country has been founded on and continues to live out every single day. They're laws people right there are laws that, that are out there and the and, and, and this because i think this was a good piece that we talked about today we said the the reason many times that the police take on the brunt is because they are the authority in many of our communities they, their, their expression of right. the law in our communities it's not that simple mm. listen don't be fooled it is not brown people, black people, minority people yes. against the police. That's right. It's not that simple. Mm. So that is just a distraction. Do you hear me? That is just something for the enemy to just distract and detour. And it's also the easy answer and the easy way out for yep. white people who don't want to deal with the systemic issue or mm. don't know how to deal with it. It's right. easy to just push it off on two subgroups of people, right? Mm-hmm off on the police, off on people of color. Yep. It's easy. Oh, now that's an easy solution. We'll leave it to the chiefs. We'll leave it to the da-da-da. Yep. No. This is all of humanity problem. Mm-hmm. This is all of America's issue and problem. It's not one subset of people against another subset of people. And that's what we have to understand. So so what, what we want to do, because, again, we told you from, from Jump – Today, we want to give a couple of things that we believe if we can begin working these things that, that we're speaking about right now, if we can begin talking through these things and just doing these action steps, these are the things that will help us to to move forward. So that's what we want to talk about today. And the, the first thing, you want to talk about the first one? Yeah, so the first thing is that we just have to acknowledge and validate. Like, people's feelings are real to them, yeah. right? We need to acknowledge that they're feeling a certain kind of way and validate that that feeling is actually real. Now, whether or not you agree with it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of listening and hearing it out because I think a lot of what we're seeing right now, even the aggression and even the violence that we're seeing is just a direct result of nobody truly acknowledging and validating. Doesn't mean that I have to understand. It just means to recognize that it exists and a feeling is real. That feeling is real. It doesn't mean that it's truth, mm. but it means that it's real. I, I, I love what you said because it doesn't mean that it's truth does not negate the fact that, that it's real. No. I, 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 I love that right there, so right? You can't just like push it to the side and act like, oh, it doesn't matter. It's not there. It doesn't matter. Like in my moment, that's my perception. Yes. So you need to validate that. You need to acknowledge it and work from that place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I can see that you're upset. Right. You know, I mean, these are simple communication tools, but we're missing it. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not putting ourselves in the place because of number two. That's right. And, and no, number two is simple, right? <laughs> but it's very complex. Here it is. We have to get to the place where we're okay being uncomfortable. L- listen, it is okay. Okay to be uncomfortable. Let me even take you a step further. It's okay not to have the answer. Sometimes 
an answer is not needed. A response is not needed. Sometimes just being able to sit with someone, to to know that they are there with you is is plenty, right? I know even sometimes with me, one of my questions is, do you want me to respond or do you want me to listen, right? <laughs> right, and, 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 and that's being real. Like, do you want a response? Or do, and sometimes it's like, no, I just want you to listen. Okay, boom, boom, I, I, know, I know exactly where I am. So so I want to take really the, the, uh, the, the responsibility of having the answers away from all of us. We don't have to know the answer, but we do have to be okay with being uncomfortable and being in those uncomfortable places. Um, today we're riding bikes. And, um, you know, I told you earlier that I, I had a moment, right? And this week has been really, really tough. And, and um, I'm saying that in a, in a moment of transparency, even, even, as a, even as a pastor, right? You know, I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm, like, I'm wrestling with this thing, and, and I had to be very careful not to allow um, hate to build up in my mm. heart, right? And I, I'm, I'm, being, I'm being honest and transparent with, with all the stuff happening, you know, not, not just this week, but I'm, I'm talking 43 years now, right? So 43 years of hurt, 43 years of frustration, 43 years of, of pain. All of that stuff, like it, it was like it was a pimple that got popped this week, like for real. So, so I had to really get to the Lord and really pray and say, oh, okay, God, please don't allow this to, to overtake my heart. Mm. Please don't allow this to make me look at my wife differently, to make me look at my, my mother-in-law, my father-in-law, my sister, my brother-in-law differently. Don't let me look at my, my friends. Don't, don't let this overtake me. And it was hard. So, so I was very just reflective and, and I know there were a couple times my wife even came in the room. She was like, she was like, what's going on? I went to bed. It was like five 30. She's like, you going to bed now? But, but I, I didn't know how else to respond. So the only thing that I could do was to just go lay down and get to myself and get quiet. And, and today I had this epiphany moment to where, you know, we went out and we're riding bikes and it was so good to, to just have some, some exercise. And while I was riding, it was the, the, the most, the, it was so cool because my wife, she was like over my shoulder. And she didn't like. I don't know if you've ever ridden bikes with somebody, but but you can't really have conversations when you're riding bikes. You, that's that's difficult to do. But but while we were riding, I would look over my shoulder and she would be there. And I would ride a little further and I would look over my shoulder and she would be there. And we would go down a hill and, and I would look over my shoulder and she would be there. And there would be people and obstacles and and I'm kind of you know navigating through and, and she would be there. And, and and the Lord hit me with this epiphany that 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 wherever I go, she is there. She is supporting me. She she is riding with me and that right there that moment of clarity from the lord it did something for me because he showed me that she don't have to say anything but but just to to go with you to ride with you to to go in the face of 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 craziness and adversity with you this is what it feels like especially for for her because she had to accept the uncomfortable because that doesn't feel good sometimes to actually jump in there but she did it and I'm telling you right now that that did something for me as a husband, as, as a father. I'm sitting there, I'm like, wow, God, look at how you're working this out and look at what you're doing here. But we have to get to a place where we're okay being uncomfortable and being able to journey with people that we don't always know the answer to. That is so true. I'm going to always be right over your shoulder. Man. And that's where we got to be for people, just like you said, yep. is right over their shoulder. And um, to point two also, yeah. um, making it a little bit lighter. I can remember when I was in middle school, mm -hmm. 
and it was the summer right before uh, I think my eighth grade year and I went into a big growth spurt Mm -hmm. and I can remember the pain that I would feel Mm -hmm. in my legs and I remember pressing through the pain even in my like my my chest area Mm -hmm. listen guys we're gonna have to endure this pain this discomfort because we're growing Um, you know that you're growing when you're in the pain and we just have to kind of embrace it because there's nothing that we can do to stop it yeah just keep on pressing through the pain and know that growth is going to be the result of that that pain Um, number three is sorry guys (laughs) you good find where we can agree right we talked about this last week about always looking for the common ground yeah you know just start with wherever you can agree I'm, we're there's way more commonalities than there are differences. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't start where you disagree because you'll just automatically be opposed to one another. So find the common ground, start there and then work from, from that place. That's the only, only place to build from yeah. is where it's common. Yeah. Um, because in the commonalities, that's where we find our strength. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's in, it's in the commonalities too, that we can find safety when we're dealing with the uncomfortable things, when we're validating and acknowledging the feelings that sometimes we are responsible for. Yeah. Look, you may not have directly hurt that person, But by us not standing up and just continuing to sweep this under the rug, continuing Mm. to allow the iceberg to grow underneath, continuing to just allow covert racism to go on, continuing to just accept things that people say is okay and not saying anything about it Mm. because you just want to follow the status quo and you just want to keep the peace and blah, blah, blah. That's not going to help us, right? But the common place is where we can find the comfort enough and the safety enough. Yeah. Because there's safety in being able to recognize that I'm like you. Right, right, right. That, that my heart beats the same. When two people are together, mm-hmm. and you can get with the one you love tonight, mm-hmm. literally your heartbeat gets in sync. That's awesome. Yep. That's and powerful. that's that's the place that we need to be. That's God will literally allow our physiological bodies to link up to someone that we're close to. Mm. To literally be at the same beat, at the same pace, my that's heart good. will beat to his. Yeah. And that's where we have to be so close to somebody else that my heart beats just like it beats. And mm. that's where I've been this whole week. Yeah. Mm. I didn't want to keep talking about this because it hurts and yep. it, it makes me think about things that, you know, the fleshly part of myself, because the believer in me, the, the, the God in me believes that everything's going to be okay. I know that I know that it is, yeah. but it's the unknown mm-hmm. going ahead. You know, the road, the journey that we have to take, you know, the fight that it's going to, going to be, mm-hmm. um, but but I know that that we can can do this if we can all just find a common place where we can agree and build from there. Well, and, and the commonality is 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 the huge thing because again, there there's so much more that we have alike. You know, I, I'm reminded of um, you know, my dad was in the military, career military man. For mo- most of you know this, um, but I remember even uh, many times being being on base, right. And um, as as children, we didn't know what was going on many times because our parents were deployed. They were they were busy. They were they were doing what they were doing. But but there were a lot of children. And and as children, we had to we had to like 
figure it out, right? We had to hang out together. We had to talk together. We had to, you know, and, and our commonality was your mom or dad was in the service. Yeah. And, and so from, from that place, we were able to build. Yeah. We were able to become friends. We were able to, you know, uh, uh, be, be uh, on the sports and athletic fields together. Mm-hmm. Um, we were able to challenge each other in the classrooms because our your, your father or, or mother was in the military and, and so was mine. So we were there and we were able to build, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think about, you know, one of my one of my favorite uh, movies, um, Remember the Titans, right? <laughs> and if you've never seen Remember the Titans, you know, um, we're going to pray over you right now in the name of Jesus. <laughs> you need to go watch it. <laughs> you need to go watch Maybe it, Maybe right? that's the problem. Remember the Titans, <laughs> phenomenal movie. But again, um, talking about racism, again. But they, they, they took, you know, some black players and some white players and they brought them together. And the commonality was football. And that team went on to be pretty pretty doggone awesome right but but it was because of the fact that they had a commonality and they built on it and as they built on it they were able to recognize the fact that oh you're not so much different from me right I think about my even my experience in in growing up playing high school football where there weren't a whole lot of people who look like me on the team but I have people right now who I call my brother like for like for real for real who are white who are not black and they are my brother for real they might even not even um ascribe to the things that I believe from a political standpoint y'all follow me here but we can agree to disagree I was talking to a brother today on, on Facebook and I said you know what you are my brother for real and and although we may not see eye to eye all the time that does not discredit us from being able to walk hand in hand mm-hmm. and you are my brother so I don't care what what's going on we can stand together we can find the commonality and we can fight together and I know if I'm down and out you're gonna be there and if you're down and out you know that I'm gonna be there and this brother and I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw it all all the way out there um uh, he his political beliefs are not what mine are i'm just i'm just being very very real Uh, and he is very vocal especially on social media about where he believes and who he needs you know who who he wants to be in office and he's very very vocal about that but listen i promise you over the past couple of days watching his posts and watching him stand up and speak out for people who look like me that has moved me in a way that i don't know if, if anything that I've read over the past couple of weeks has moved me more than that because he was able to put his political affiliation down and say wrong is wrong. And I'm going to stand up for my brothers and I'm going to stand up for people who look like me. And when he said that, listen, I'm, I know that there were probably a whole lot of friends that he had who he jeopardized those relationships, but he did not care. He did not care because he said what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. And I'm going to stand on the side of justice mm-hmm. and I'm going to stand on the side of my brothers. And that that moved me because mm-hmm. we were able to find wow. common ground. You know what I'm saying? That That's so very, very powerful. I, I think of another more humorous situation um, I remember the first time that uh, your mom, I think, asked me to do Shaliza's hair. <laughs> and I remember being like, oh, gosh, black people hair. I don't <laughs> know anything about black people hair at all. Oh, Lord. But you know what? In that very moment, like there was um, there was a lot of trust lent. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Um because one thing I've learned about African-American culture and women don't touch their hair, don't play in their hair. <laughs> but in that True. moment and so many times thereafter, mm-hmm. 
Um, and what I what I didn't know for a while was that Shalaza had some concern even mm-hmm. about white people. She mm-hmm. had seen a movie. Yep. And <laughs> was worried that I was like racist, like the slave owners in the movie or whatever. Yeah. And, you know. That was a, an opportunity for us to bond. We found some commonality. We got close enough to each other. From some hair. From some hair mm. that I I didn't know. I'm like, oh, I don't do I mess it up? Well, <laughs> you know, I didn't I didn't know. But right. so much trust, such love, such a like a connection was made all because I was willing to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and and she was just a little. I think she was like eight years old. Yeah, she was young. Little seven, eight year old little girl. And, um, you know, I sat there and I I did her hair Mm -hmm. and I would do it ever so often Mm -hmm. and just such a special moment. But again, you know, just building on that commonplace, allowing someone to to get in that space and to connect. Yeah. And being okay with being uncomfortable, saying, I don't know what I'm doing here, but we'll work it out. We'll figure it out together. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times have we done that in marriage? A whole lot. I don't know, but we'll, but figure, we'll figure it, figure it out. out. Kids yep. don't come with an instruction manual, you we'll know. We'll figure it out. But we'll figure it out. And, and I think that right there is is the big thing for, for all of us, you mm-hmm. know. And, and if we can be honest, we don't know the answers. And that's number four. Like, it's okay not to not have to an answer. answer. It's okay not to have a solution mm. because I'm going to tell you, it's multifaceted. Yes. But it starts with all of us really examining what's in our heart Mm -hmm. and really being truthful and really being transparent and really being willing to put ourselves in an uncomfortable place. Yes. Because it's not easy to look at the fleshly parts of ourselves and say, ooh, maybe I'm not really loving everyone. Right. Or maybe just like the pastor um, was talking about, the butt. Black mm-hmm. Lives Matter, but, but right, you know where is our butt in the mm. way? Your butt's in the way somewhere. Come on, somebody, figure out where your butt's in the way, and then help get somebody to help you move it. That's right, because you can't always see. That's right, where it's in the way. So we don't we don't have to have an answer, and and, and going along with that, you know, we get we got to be able. And I said this before, you know, as we listen, listen to understand, mm. not not to respond. And and I got to say this again, L- listen to understand not to respond. And as you're listening, if you don't understand, listen some more (laughs) Mm -hmm. to understand, not to respond. And if you want to respond and just say something, don't say anything. Just continue listening or or asking a question, right? You you don't, you don't have to, um, you don't have to one up people, right? You don't, you don't, oh, well, you know, um, my, 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 my shoulder hurts. Well, my shoulder and my back hurts. You don't have to one up people. All, all, all you got to do is to be able to really, to listen. I'll give you the, the answer on that one. White people, you don't have to have a black friend. Mm. Mm. Just being real. Woo. Mm. That's always our answer. Mm. Wow. Wow. You, you don't have to have a black friend. Yeah. Well, I got a black friend. Or mm. I'll work with a black guy or gal or whatever. Yeah. Mm. Wow. That that was a good one right there. I'm just being real. Yeah. And and, and you know, uh, it's funny, as as a black male, <laughs> do you know how many times we hear that? <laughs> I'm just being honest. 
Oh, that 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 one that one black friend or that one that one black male, you know, I was like, wow, you know, th- this is this is crazy. But I'm telling you right now, if if we can continue working together and walking together and listening together and understanding together collectively, we can bring about the change that this great country was is all about we can we can be the embodiment of of true diversity mm-hmm. within this country we 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 can really like like i'm talking not 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 superficially not surface level we can really walk hand in hand and really be the embodiment of what the truth of this country really is and and when i say the truth of this country i mean all of us together right black people white people yellow mm-hmm. people you know purple people whatever whatever you are like all of us collectively together when when we do that wow i'm i'm just sitting here looking at um a friend who works uh, for the department the sheriff's sheriff's office he doesn't work for the department it is not a department in floyd county it is the office of the sheriff um, just looking at what he said, he's also more than anything, he is my brother in Christ. And yeah. he just being really transparent that he was going to have a hard time listening to what we're talking about today, because I'm going to be honest with you. And I shared this in, in some of the other podcasts, cause I've, I've been there. There are times where law enforcement feel attacked, mm-hmm. but you have to understand the perspective of law enforcement yeah. that literally every day I got up mm-hmm. and I, I felt like potentially it could be the day that I put my life on the line for my fellow citizen, for my neighbor, Amen. for my friend, um, for my community. Um, and we take an oath to uphold the law. Yeah. We may not always like how that shakes out, but we take an oath. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's perfect, but I am going to tell you, and you've heard it, and you may think it's cliche, and you may be so mad that you can't hear it right now. But there is nothing that a good cop likes less in this world than a bad cop. Mm. I promise you. And there are agencies out there and that work hard to keep from a keep a bad cop, keep a bad law enforcement officer from getting in or staying in. Mm-hmm. And I, I know um, Sheriff Burkhalter always says when he swears somebody in, he tells them the target on your back just got bigger. Mm-hmm. I want you to think about that for a minute. Mm. Black men, I think you might be able to understand that. Mm. I think there's some commonalities that we probably could explore. Yep. I, w- I would agree with that. And, and, and earlier we said something, and and I, I want to really bring it back out. Um, you know, even even thinking about Wayne and and, and his his uh his comment, I'll, I'll bring it back up for for those of you who did not see it. Um, but the media would try to make this um, black people against cops, law enforcement officers, and and the truth of the matter is, that's the spin, you all. And we can't we can't continue to get caught in 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 the spin. Ha- have there been situations and issues where where it's very very real? Have people who look like me been 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 treated differently for years? Yes, but that's that's not all officers, right? That, no, it, it's not. And, and it's, it's not. And we want to be very clear because that that's that's not the case. And and. I'm not here and Carrie's not here and people that we know, we're, we're not going around saying, hey, let's bash the officers. We're not saying that. We're literally saying, hey, let's all acknowledge and validate what's going on. Let's all 
Get in places where we can become uncomfortable, and that's okay. Let's all find places that we can agree and build there, and then let's all say, you know what, we don't have all the answers, but let me listen to you so I can listen, not necessarily to respond, but to understand those four things right there, they, they, they will, they will work. They will work. So I'm just, I'm telling you right now, there are so many people that I've seen who, who, who are ready for the different. And if we can all continue to stand up, speak out against injustice, wherever we are, whatever platform you have, speak out against injustice everywhere. And when we do that, that's where we can begin changing yes because blessed are the peacemakers for they shall inherit Inherit. the earth yes amen so we want to um we want to leave you with a little bit of a challenge right we want you to get outside of your comfort zone because we want growth to happen because the result of growth obviously is change i don't look the same as i did when i was born i have maybe one more wrinkle maybe one You might, you might. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> so our challenge is to have a conversation with someone who has a different perspective than you, right? And we don't say a different color. We just said a, a different perspective, mm-hmm. right? Challenge you. Step outside of your comfort zone. Have that conversation. And, and, and have it with the intention of being intentional about change. Right. To change a perspective that you might have. Or... To encourage change even Mm -hmm. in that other person. But we want you to listen with the intention of changing and just try to understand. Try to acknowledge their feelings. Try to connect and validate with where they're at in that moment. Find the commonplace and and just build upon there. And as we said today, you know, we've been talking about the elephant in the room. This is week number five that we've been talking about this thing. But today we, we really just wanted to give some some tips, some things that we can do that that we believe can really change and impact the way that we go about everyday life. So, again, we ch- we're challenging you. Accept the challenge. Talk to somebody. Find that one person even on Facebook who's been just rattling you and ask yourself the question, "What? why are they rattling me? What's going on? Maybe I can reach out to them. Find somebody in your community. Talk to them. Have a conversation. Speak to them. Not to respond, but to understand. Absolutely. So, look. What we want to do as, as we get ready to get off here, you all know at the end of the day for us here at, at Edge Life, not only are we, we talking about real life and we want to bring real life solutions, but those real life solutions are founded in the word of God. So before we get off here today, what we want to do, we simply want to pray. We want to pray for you watching us as you step out of your comfort zone. We want to pray for our communities. We want to pray for our government. We want to pray for this country. We want to pray that, again, we don't have to see eye to eye all the time, but doggone it, if we can link up and walk hand in hand, we can really change this community. So with that being said, we just want to pray, and, um, yeah, y'all pray with us. Y'all pray with us. Heavenly Father, Lord, um, we just pray for all those who feel burdened and have heavy hearts, Lord. God, the heaviness has been um, increasing and increasing and increasing, Lord. And it almost seems, God, as if a dam has been released, Lord, and the pressure valve has been let up, Lord. Let us know what to do, God. 
with all that is that is flowing, Lord God, all that is rushing through our minds, all that is rushing um, in the streets of our cities right now, God. God, we know that you are able, God, to to bring peace and bring rest to those that are restless, God. God, you're able to bring peace, God, to those to the aggression, God, and and the violence, Lord God. And God, we just ask you, God, that you continue to help us, God, in the days and the weeks and the months and even years to come, Lord God, to not find ourselves in the same place, Lord God, but to find ourselves, God, changed for the better, Lord God. God, being your children, Lord God, being um, on one accord, Lord God, walking together with one spirit, Lord God, with one baptism, God, with one mind, the mind of Christ Jesus, Lord. God, we pray for God, for those that will stand up, Lord God, in your word and in your way, Lord God, as you speak to them, Lord God, to rise up, Lord God, that a leader and leaders would emerge, God, in cities all across this nation, Lord God, that would lead peaceable movements, Lord God, that would be word, word spreading, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we just thank you, Lord God, that you um, are enabling us, Lord God, with courage to have difficult conversations, Lord God. God, you're pushing us, God, into uncomfortable places, Lord God, so that we might find common places, Lord God. Yes. And God, you are helping us, God, to remove those things that keep us from truly hearing into places, Lord God, of validation and acknowledgement, Lord. So we just thank you for that, and we give you praise. Father, I, I just I lift you up right now and thank you, God. Lord, you, you are still God, and you still have all of this under control. God, I thank you today, Father, for yes, every Lord. single person, every single family that tuned in today, God, to to hear, to listen, God, and to to do their best to understand. God, I specifically pray for for Wayne, God, Wayne Rogers and, and his family, God. God, I thank you today, Father, that, that you, as Lord. he stepped out, God, Protecting God, I thank you, Father, Jesus, that you're going to continue to cover him and cover his family, God. You're going to continue to open up the eyes of his understanding even now, God, mm-hmm. God, such that we would all be able to walk together on one accord. Father, under the banner of Christ, under the banner of love. Father, I thank you for this great country, God, and all the yes, with Lord. all the craziness going on. God, I just speak peace right now, God. God, I speak peace, Father, that, that people on every side of this equation, God, would be able to not only just see, God, but would be able to hear and understand, God. And as we understand, God, we would be able to walk boldly together, God, and say, you know what? Not anymore will we take this. We 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 refuse to go another day and another step this way. God, I thank you today, Father, that your banner is still love, God. God, so I pray that you just continue to comfort comfort and cover us. God, every person hurting today, God. God, I speak just peace and love over those individuals on today, God. God, people who've been carrying things and, and, and feel like they can't even show up as themselves, God. God, I thank you today, Father, that you are releasing people to, to be the their true selves, God, the, the, the self that you created them to be. Now, God, we give you glory today, Father, that we would um just continue, Father, to, to be who you you have called us to be God. God, as the church, God, we stand up, God, and we speak out. As your sons and daughters, God, we stand up and we speak out. And God, we will not be silent anymore, God. God, but we will walk together and proclaim your goodness over this world and over this earth. 
God, I even pray, God, for for our, 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 our political structure right now, God, in the name of Jesus, God. God, all the, all the craziness that's going on. Father, your word speaks that the heart of the king is in your hand, and you can turn it whatever way that you will. So, Father, even as we pray tonight, I pray that you are turning the heart of the king, and you are making it go the way that you would go. So, God, we glorify you today, God. We're believing you that change not only has started, God, but change is here, and we are a part of your change. So, God, we glorify you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 And amen. amen. Listen, we, we appreciate it. What you got? Last, last word. Last word. Racism is defeated in Jesus' name. Hey, I received that one. I believe it. I received it. I believe it. I received it. It's coming. Stay hopeful, you all. Stay hopeful. Believe. Yes. Oh, and if you have not shared this out, I'm believing this is going to bless somebody, y'all. Yeah. Share this out with somebody. And don't forget your challenge. Put yourself in an uncomfortable place. Change your perspective. We'll holla at y'all. We're going to push you forward a few steps ahead. It's that edge life. Oh, Gotta get it in your head. Baby, welcome to the edge life. Too close to the ledge. We gon' push you forward a few steps ahead. It's that edge life. Oh, oh, gotta get it in your head. Welcome to the edge life, that edge life. We gon' help you get your head right. Prepare to fight, pay attention. It ain't easy to comprehend what we speaking at first. If you ain't never had nobody come and speak to your worth, you ain't worthless. Just your purpose is laying dormant. And what we have to offer you may seem a bit foreign. It's important that you get it. Imperative, you feel it. Time to focus on the bigger goals, mind, body, and spirit. So let's break it down. My people, come gather around. It's time to break free. No longer will we be bound by these. Generational curses and circumstances We only moving forward, progressing major advancements See nothing that we speak in is facetious You gotta see yourself the same way the Savior sees us He came down from his throne room to free us You, you, you know we had to cap it off with Jesus Edge life, you're too close to the edge We gon' push you forward a few steps ahead It's that edge life